0: Put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: I don't understand how it's possible. There's a rating of roads. Did you hear that on the news? There's a rating of road quality state by state. What state has the worst roads in the country? And Connecticut is in number 27. 27th worst roads. How is that possible? For the only thing I can think of is they couldn't drive into the state. And and they couldn't adequately do the ratings. It it's to, the I can't believe how bad the roads are here. I can't believe how often you know when you're on the highway and there are those little ruts where they've they've laid down the concrete that lines up almost with the lines where they divide the lanes, and those things uh, there could be rats crawling up through the earth out of those cracks. They're so big. I don't. It, it's t- totally bizarre, and I'm thinking Rhode Island. Uh, Rhode Island, they have is number two. The number two worst roads in the country and Connecticut 27 I just I just think there has to be some serious mistake that they made doing this maybe maybe it's some uh, something owned by Annie Lamont who knows the the place that did these ratings because oh man I feel like we should all be driving around with our own uh, fill in the trunk so we can just pull over and shovel some stuff out into those huge, crevices that that define the highways in the state 8605 stay with us we're going to talk to anastasia yop and then we'll do rants it's the todd feinberg show live from the nj diet studios on wtic
2: news talk 1080
1: Well, 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 hopefully you're having a good Monday holiday Columbus Day. Are we still calling it Columbus Day? I feel like it's Columbus Day. I think that's what the holiday is. But I'm not clear on this. There is huge societal change that goes on without government involvement. But uh, then everybody just kind of jumps on the bandwagon. I'm not sure. Anastasia (laughs) Yop joins us now. Hey, are you laughing at me? I am. <laughs> oh, that's good. And Anastasia is running for state rep in the what is it? The twenty-first district,
3: twentieth district, twentieth 20th, 20th district for Newington,
1: West Hartford. And, West Hartford. and, and Anastasia New- has the hugest signs, which is good. If you see a big sign, you say, "Wow, look at the size of that sign! I wonder whose that it's is." You only don't
3: four by eight feet. I, mean, I know, but
1: everybody else puts up these little uh, business cards on a stick.
3: Well, they don't want to win as bad as I do.
1: I think that's what actually gets communicated, and that's what's kind of exciting about those seeing those signs. It's like, yes, here's a Republican who wants to make noise.
3: Listen, I'm a Republican. I say vote red. I make sure my signs are bright red. <laughs> you can't miss them, right?
1: No, you can't miss them. It's very that's effective, I mean and that's what you do with your whole campaign. So absolutely. I think people appreciate sure. that. There's something visceral about that because Republicans need some propping up, some exciting.
3: Yeah, some young so, people running like me.
1: Yes, you're not that I mean, young. You're not like a teenager or anything, are you? I
3: mean, I'm like 34. I mean, come right. on.
1: You're an adult.
3: I'm an adult. I can, I'm, I'm old enough to drink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your campaign. What what exactly oh God, is behind the wonderful. gusto?
3: Um, I actually just finished door knocking in West Hartford. Uh, just now, we did a little bit of Newington and a little bit of West Hartford. Just came from Frank Pepe's Pizza. They are amazing. Have a huge sign out there. They're huge supporters. Thank you again. Um, yeah, i had been door knocking today. Great reception. I mean, I have people who are saying, you know, we are so happy that you're standing up. We were afraid to say we're Republican, and now we're not. So great reception. people are. But if really you've got the reception.
1: endorsement of Frank Pepe, aren't you all, can't you just put your feet up and, and cruise oh, to? Oh, I would
3: never relax. Let me tell you, there's so much going on at the state level and federal level right now. It's just time to work a little bit harder. I will, I will never stop fighting for everyone of Connecticut.
1: And what does that mean? What is it that needs to be gained through that fighting?
3: Oh, my God. First of all, we're the second richest state in the country. But I'm not feeling real rich, okay? These taxes are a killer. I need to make sure that the people who live in Connecticut can afford to stay here, and that's what I'm fighting for. And that's why I want to get to the Capitol, so so the people of Connecticut know I am your voice. I am listening. I am here to fight for you.
1: You're 34. You're uh, black, I believe. And. And that makes you different as a Republican, a young woman. And, I mean,
3: I keep uh, hearing that, but I've always been conservative, so, okay. But, was...
1: but you must get uh, – the, the thing I wanted to have you respond to is that in your age group, most specifically, yeah. that makes you a minority in the political world, in the world of running for office. and also, And people your age generally have been programmed – to be leftists and anti-American kind of in their perspective on things. What is it about you that ended up this way? Why is why are you different well, than the majority? Way,
3: so I didn't end up this way. I've always been a Republican. Um, I have a lot of Republicans in my family. Um, we've always been conservative. I believe in fiscal responsibility. I believe in working hard for what you need and what you deserve. And I don't believe in, you know, getting a handout. I I don't think there's anything wrong with people getting help when absolutely needed. But, I mean, I want to be in control of my own life. I don't want somebody to say, hey, here's some free food and free housing and this. And, you know, I'm buying your vote. If I'm I'm not mistaken,
1: you're a mother, too. Is that right?
3: I'm a mother. I have a five-year-old son who's in kindergarten. He started kindergarten this year, and he loves it.
1: So don't you think most people would agree, like other mothers, say, of five-year-olds, that they don't want their kids to be given things they haven't earned?
3: I agree. I mean, everyone's family is different. You know, I have a very diverse family, um, all mixed up. And we just, you know, my mother and my grandparents taught me, you have to work for everything. Nothing is handed to you in this world, and you have to fight. And that's the way I was raised, and that's why I raised my son. He has not given everything. But I I think most people who,
1: that's why I'm bringing up the mother part. I think most people who are raising kids, that's a basic value that you want to instill in your child. I don't think anybody would say, I want to teach my kid to uh, be able to keep his feet up and get everything he needs. Because a mother knows, a parent knows, that you're not preparing your kid for success, if that's what you impart. I
3: agree. And I think, even with this generation, as you know, it gets younger and younger, I tell everyone, you have to fight. And the child that doesn't struggle is usually the child that's a burden to society. They don't know what it's like to work hard. My son is five years old, and I make him help. We have two dogs. You have to feed your dog. You have to clean up your room. I will help you, but you have to do this. You have to stand on your own two feet. I'm a mother. I worked hard. I worked two full-time jobs. I bought multiple properties, and I worked hard. I will never hand my son anything. Let me tell you, I will give my son unconditional love, the best education I could get him, and the gift of travel, and everything else he will work hard for. And that's the way I was raised. Call it old school, but that's the way he'll be raised as well.
1: We're talking with Anastasia Yop. She's running for the uh, state rep in the 20th District, Newington, West Hartford, and she's a Republican, and she's 34, and that's such a cool thing.
3: Um, I want to talk also, I'm having a food drive. So while most people say what they're going to do, I'm going to tell you what I am doing. So this uh, Thursday at the More <laughs> Instance Community Center in Newington, I'm partnering with Human Services to give back to the community. So I'm hosting a food drive to give money to um, money, um, food items to Newington, uh, food pantry, and to stock our food pantry. Right now, we don't have much, and we're inviting everybody to come. Uh, Brian Skibbo will be DJing for us awesome guy. We'll have light refreshments served, you know, and come help donate to the food pantry. Let's give back. Let's show people that Republicans are here to help. We don't just talk about, you know, we're not just tight on our money. We give back to the community as well. And I think people need to see that because people don't know that about the Republican Party. We are there for the people. We want to make sure you have a great place to live with lower taxes. We care about our children. We want the children to be educated, not indoctrinated.
1: Well, the irony is that the kindest thing you can do for anyone is to provide a, a system where they get to have the rewards of their efforts and where government is very careful where it steps over the line. And is and I caught. Think
3: that's where it's, it's being crossed right now. I mean, this CRT and the school system, I mean, come on. We need to stick to science, technology, engineering, and math. That is what will get these children a successful career. I mean, we are so far off that. And these kids are so far behind. And I want to make sure children, you know, my son is five. These children need to learn the basics. I'm not saying the other portions aren't important, but I am saying we need to get these children up to speed. They are so far behind. Look at the scores nationwide. Reading scores, all-time low. Math scores, all-time low. We're doing something wrong. Let's go back to the basics. And that's something I'm going to fight for. Our children are brought. When I send my son to school, I don't want you putting your values on him. Teach him science, technology, engineering, and math. That's it. That's what he's put in school for. I don't want a teacher raising my child. I can raise my own child.
1: Ooh, Anastasia Yop. She sounds good, doesn't she? Where do people find you online?
3: Find me at yopforstatereps.com. Or go on my Facebook at Yap for State Rep. You can follow me. I'm an open book. You can call me anytime.
1: Yop is Y-O-P-P?
3: Yes, Y-O-P-P for State Yeah. And the
1: for is the word, F-O-R?
3: Yes, the word, F-O-R.
1: Awesome. Anastasia, thank you so much.
3: Drive. Yes, please come out to the food drive at Morenston Community Center this Thursday from 430 to 630. If you can bring something great, if you can't come and ask me questions, I'm here to help my community.
1: Thank you, Anastasia. Great to talk with you. Come back and see us soon. Best of luck. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. You want to talk to us? You can do it. You want to vote for Anastasia? You can do it. Doesn't she sound good? And she sounds good. Why? Because she's got gusto and she communicates the, the values that we all know are basic to success in life. We all know that. And uh, some people might say those are conservative values or something outside the mainstream. But to me, that's as mainstream as you can get. Okay, rant line time here on WTIC. Something we love to do. Oh, hi, ladies and
4: gentlemen. It's me, Ned Lamont. Yes, I hope everyone's doing well here and you're getting ready to vote for me. And uh, I tell you, Annie, she's down in Nashville and. uh She's looking to vote down there too. <laughs> uh boy, this Bob Stefanowski. I'm really annoyed at this guy. I'm really pissed off. And uh oh sorry if it's a, a children's show you're watching here, you're listening to on the radio. But uh he really gets me upset. He says all these things about me and then none of them are true. None of them are true. And I was even thinking of voting for Stop Bob Stefanowski, but now I'm just gonna vote for myself and i'm going to make sure that as many of my family members vote for me that is as possible and make sure they get a write-in ballot and everything you know and they they may you might as well just send in a write-in ballot now for me ladies and gentlemen because i'm going to win the election and Bob stefanowski he's going to be like unemployed so so make sure you you vote for me ned lamont because You only want to have one unemployed candidate in the state, and uh, I hope it's me. I mean, I mean, I mean, I hope it's Bob Stavnowski. So, okay, don't vote for me, folks. Thanks.
1: He does confuse easy, that governor, Ned. He does. He gets confused. I have
2: another podcast for you if you have time. The companion to Dean Gotcher interview, look up the role of consciousness in the evolution of the gospel of Marxism, James Lindsay. Sovereign Nations is the podcast, September 28, 22, YouTube. If you listen to the other interview, Gotcher is using the Bible as a foil, a liter- literary device. Lindsay, the agnostic, and Gotcher both dove into education. I find their research the key to unlocking everything that's going around us philosophically. I can pr- apply it to practically everything. Again, the other video, Dean Gotcher interview, New World Order Education, December 7, 2012, the Mind Renewed podcast, YouTube. These two both cover the same material. They both bounce off each other. They dovetail. They intersect. Gotcha read into the footnotes of Bloom's Taxonomy, the basis for all teacher certification and curriculum. James Lindsay dove into critical race theory. They both landed in the same place. Check out the James Lindsay podcast, Role of Consciousness and the Evolution of the Gospel of Marxism, Sovereign Nations on YouTube. Wow. Okay, bye.
1: I, I wanted to share that even though it was it was just intended to tell me what to go check out but I just thought her passion for it was so cool that's that you might want to check those podcasts out yourself. Just thought.
5: Hey Todd American Patriot and I got breaking news for uh, fake news shattuck over there. No reasonable democrat like Richard Blumenthal would want to be on his show. They know it's all fake news and radical right craziness. You
6: can't believe
5: a
1: word fake no shad says. Oh, there's just something wonderful about that that breeze carrying away the the great American patriot. Off he goes into the nuclear blast, whatever that experience is like. It, uh, it doesn't sound pleasant.
4: Kanye West. Is a fake, a phony, a fraud, and he's deranged as well.
1: Deranged, I agree with. I'm not sure about the fake, phony, fraud part, but he does seem a little deranged.
4: He challenges Greta Thunberg for idiocy.
1: Yeah, but she's a kid, so that's not too good for him.
4: In trying to make a sorry attempt to mask himself as a genius, I defy anyone to make sense of his
1: well so this is the problem with genius so he may be a musical genius i can't really judge it's not a realm are you making faces joey at kanye at ye he may be a musical genius but that doesn't mean the musical genius translates into politics or philosophy or whatever well
4: tucker carlson Nodded solemnly in agreement, comparing himself to Tonya Harding and the biblical David, indeed.
1: That Tonya Harding comparison was a little I, poorly advised, I guess you would call it, that Kanye did. But, uh, you know, I got a note from somebody a few minutes ago who said Kanye didn't say what they. Said he said. So I've got to go back and investigate a little bit because there's a lot of that that goes on where the media, the media likes being able to fire up a story so much that it it's willing to leave things out or distort in order to uh, get their free ride off of uh, a buzzy story. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. More rants coming up. But first, we're going to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher, you know what? Uh, New Hampshire was number
4: one. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee. 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply.
1: CTMobile.com. The more you listen, the more you know.
5: So check back throughout the day. WTIC News Talk 1080.
1: All right, it's WTIC, 8605-229842, Rick and Thomaston. Hey, Rick. Hey, Todd, how you doing today? What's up with that Kanye stuff? So um, I've listened
5: to his uh, speech yesterday. I know Kanye is not a politician. He's not trying to manipulate you. He's not trying to change you. He's, you know, to me, he was speaking yesterday like, he, like his music speech speaks from his heart. He was telling you what he saw and what was going on. And what he saw, to me, was true that the left media is trying to manipulate our, our thoughts and ideas that the left education system is trying to indoctrinate our children. Mm-hmm. He talked about how 50% of the black deaths in New York city every year are back black babies mm-hmm. caused by organizations like Parent, planned parenthood that want to tell black mothers to kill their children off. He talked about a lot of things. He talked about how they want to manipulate his own family. And he said, pretty clearly that the media does not want a black man to say the obvious truth.
1: Yeah. So well, he's, said, that, that all, matter. that it's all sounds good. Truth. How about the stuff that they're that they're highlighting as being edgy or hateful?
5: There was nothing had, ha- hateful in his speech at all. He was trying to just tell you the truth and how the media is hurting the black community, black men in particular, killing off black babies. Trying to tell them lies and and, and and things that were going to damage them down the road and not give them an opportunity to compete in today's world.
1: And this so was he, a speech he was, was given?
5: No, it wasn't a speech. It was this is an interview he had with Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Oh, oh and this was, is hey, all I, So I think, all the stuff think, that's
1: become controversial is the stuff from Tucker from last week?
5: Exactly. And and it was so clear and pure. I mean I didn't see any I didn't see any issues. I mean he showed up in, in uh in uh, Paris and had a uh, shirt that said "White Lives Matter." Well, like you said, that's the obvious truth. Of course they do, but people are upset about it. Yeah, they don't want the obvious truth. They want to lie and, de- and deceive us.
1: Well, that's true. Good. All right, Rick. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you clarified that for us. All right. Take Thanks care. for taking the time. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Kanye, I will tell you this: I like his music. I'm not into rap at all. But I've heard stuff of his that I like a lot. I I feel like it's um it's very creative, and very interesting stuff. Hey, that's what not. I'm not saying everything. I haven't heard everything. The Stuff I heard, I put him on. I put him on the smart speaker. Said play some Kanye. It was good. We're going to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher is also good.
6: She and he.
4: Take oh, well, what's I'm that? Indeed. She's a triflin' friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold
1: digger. Sing it, Kanye.
5: Is she that
4: you? Yeah. That digs on me. Wowza. Now I ain't
1: saying she a gold
4: digger. Kim Kardashian. no broke. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. Ray Charles sample in there. Gold digger. Kanye.
5: Jamie Foxx. Yeah, good time. Thank you
4: for that, Mark. <laughs> and Todd's like, what the hell is he doing now? We are war. Oh, 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 oh. We are war with oh, terrorism. Oh, oh, oh. Racism. Oh, oh, oh. Most of all. Oh, oh, oh. We are war with ourselves. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. Jesus.
1: See that? That's some interesting stuff. Kanye West. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Joining us now, I think, is Bob Stefanowski on line 10. Hey, Bob.
6: Hello, Mr. Feinberg. You have way too much fun on this show. Should, I know. It's like you
1: on the bus, though. I'm just imitating you. <laughs>
6: I am having fun on the campaign now. You know what's fun is being able to actually point out the facts rather than the rhetoric. And people are are focused on it now. So when you get in a debate with the governor, you can actually tell him he's full of you know what, and you can talk to the reporters directly. I'm not, people think I'm joking, but this is the most fun part of the campaign because people are, are actually paying attention and they focus on what you say. And I think the decision people have to make is becoming pretty clear.
1: So are you saying that in the uh, however many months it took to become, say, uh, fall? That and you were campaigning. That that was all more, kind of uh, putting the the bricks on the sidewalk, and and now you get to run down it.
6: Yeah, people listen more closely. They pay more attention, and and to me, and you know, I know I'm biased, but the, but the more people pay attention, the better off um, I'm going to be. And Governor Lamont continues to double down. He's spending because this information is public. He's spending nine hundred thousand dollars a week attacking me on TV. Can you believe that? A million dollars a week.
1: Did he spend that kind of money attacking you last time?
6: (laughs) No, which would tell you, you know, our polling shows us within the margin of error. I've been saying it for two weeks and he says he's up 15 points. Well, why in the world if you're up 15 points? I I know money doesn't matter to him. He's worth half a billion dollars. But why in the world would you be spending a million dollars a week if you thought the election were done? So this election is far from done. And uh, and we're pushing it hard. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about today was police and crime. Because the mm-hmm. governor came out a week ago and kind of cherry-picked some facts and argued that crime is down. I, I doubt that any one of your listeners, I don't think you have a lot of listeners calling you saying, I think crime is a lot better than it was four years ago. I, I can't imagine that's happening.
1: I don't think the general perception is that there's a single category that you would look at and say, it's better today. And this would go Connecticut and, and across the country. There, There's just a sense of malaise. And certainly crime is up at the top of, of the list that that is of concern because it seems to be spinning out of control.
6: Well, what we need to do, I, we rolled out a program, and I won't go through the whole thing, a program called SAFE, S-A-F-E. And the first letter of that is support law enforcement. We have state troopers are down... They're supposed to have 1,300 troopers. They're down to 800 and change. Uh, city of New Haven, down 100 officers. The, um, it was a year and a half ago, but the state troopers gave Governor Lamont and his commissioner a 97% vote of disapproval. That's unheard of. I mean, I, I don't know that that's ever happened in the history of the United States. So we need to bring back qualified immunity for officers. And we need to support them, and we probably need to raise the pay for starting recruits. And we need to take care of these men and women who are putting their lives on the line for us every single day. Governor Lamont is is soft on crime, and he's anti-police. And that's one of the things I'm very much enjoying pointing it out. And when I meet with police officers off the record, I don't get a lot of them disagreeing with me. And when we get inside, we're going to take care of these men and women, and we're going to get crime down.
1: What do you think is at the root of this? What's going on with the Democrats? I think it was
6: started with this whole crazy defunding police argument a couple of years ago. And it was, you know, and, 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 you know, troopers, they they want to get paid, but they also want a level of respect. And I said this two years ago, and I've been on your show, I think, for five years now. What do you think is going to happen if you cut police budgets and you defund police? Well, crime is going to go up, and that's exactly what we're seeing and police officers understandably are no longer getting involved in chases because if something goes bad, their personal assets are at a risk. They could lose their college education for their kids. They could lose their house. So I can't wait to be in there and support law enforcement. We've already been endorsed by Stanford, Trumbull, um, Enfield, I believe we have. And, and they're all coming out in support of us. Governor Lamont likes to claim he's got a good relationship with the police. I mean, this guy's got to go. We got to get officers um, supported, and we have to get crime down. I've never seen crime this bad. I'm 60 years old. I lived in Connecticut my whole life. Uh, I have never seen the frequency, and incident, and severity of crime I see right now.
1: And I would assume that as you campaign, you're you're getting every day the barometer of what's top of mind for voters.
6: Well, we did a three-day day bus trip last week. We we hired a camper. We did 30 towns in three days. Uh, I slept in the back of the camper. Pat Sasser slept in the front of the camper, which is an interesting experience, and uh, from cttalls.com. No, C- C- and uh, it's great hearing from people what's on their mind. And you know, when I go to these places, these, this is not a setup where I'm asking people to come. These are people walking up to me. We had one session last Saturday in, um, in Waterbury. And there were two couples sitting at a booth in a diner, and they said, we we're talking for a while. They said, we have to leave now. We're going to work. And I said, oh, that's too bad. You have to work on a Saturday. He said, that's our number three job. Well, what do you mean you're working three jobs? They said, yeah, to fill our oil tank and pay gas prices and afford food and food taxes, we're now working three jobs. And the guy said he's 65 years old. he wow. loves to retire, but he simply can't. Wow. So I don't know how, you know, we got to get the Connecticut to be more affordable and, and get prices down and allow people to have a set a day off once in a while.
1: It seems like in order for people to feel the reality of what's going on right now acutely enough that there need there's kind of a momentum that needs to develop of understanding that permeates the overall environment so people trust their own sense of it. And, and I feel like that's happening right now, that that. If you look around at all the indicators, all the indicators are that, yes, things are really as bad as it feels like they are.
6: Well, we've gotten used to it here. That's part of the problem. There's been a malaise. We've had 12 years of Democratic governor and 40 years of a Democratic legislature. And when I'm out talking to people, I said that people don't like change. I said, I I know, you know, maybe Governor Lamont's a nice guy. Maybe he's not. But to your point earlier, is it safer than four years ago? Is it more affordable? You can go through the list. Of course Mm -hmm. it's not. So why not at least try something different? You may not like my position on every single policy, but isn't it time to trust, take a little bit of a chance and trust someone to actually show some leadership and, and make things better? That's what I'm trying to convince people to do. And, and when I'm out on a bus tour, I'm hearing it loud and clear. People are frustrated. They want to change.
1: It's all, I think it helps if you flip the the. The equation around like what is the thing that's better now like what is the thing that they fight for the ruling party that that they've made better you know and you you look at things like the energy thing I can't believe how expensive energy is and why would they do that
6: well I you know we've had this before I think if you're talking about cities they fundamentally want people to be dependent on government and you know they they get carried away on this stuff, and and I'm supportive of the cities too. I grew up in New Haven, but I want to create a sense of independency. We want to bring jobs. People don't want most people don't want support payments. They want to work, and I think Democrats do it on purpose because they're afraid that if they if if people aren't relying on them, then they're, they're going to vote Republican. And some of the best discussions I have had is in cities where they would say, we're not against Republicans, we just never see you guys. And we believe the attack that the Democrats run. So thank goodness you're here. Now that we've listened to you, and you, we know you have a different plan, we're going to vote for you because we don't like the status quo. And that's why I think we're going to win this election time in 20, 20- Frustrated, but in 2022, people are mad. They are mad at Democrats, they're mad at government, they're mad at how they've been treated, And they're willing to take a little bit of a risk and try something new because it can't get much worse.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of uh, extra stress, Connecticut stress, that has to do with all those extra costs and uh, then having to carry uh, one of the highest tax burdens uh, and and some of the most expensive electric bills and such in the country. And, And that people pay a price for that, even if they're not conscious of the specific policies.
6: Well, the other thing that
1: makes people mad is
6: we're sitting with six billion dollars of their tax money that
1: that they took
6: for no amount. We should give two billion of it back. It, you know, it's called our first program: fight inflation and reduce state taxes. Get rid of the food tax. It'll be for a while, and and you know, work with the energy companies, regulate them, actually show some teeth, and reduce our electric bills rather than going up twenty percent. And there's a lot we can do with that $6 billion to give people some relief right now. But you know why the governor won't do it? Because it's an election year. He needs to hold a caucus, and he knows he will lose control of his own legislative session. That's why he's doing it, because he doesn't want to take the risk of something being brought up that he doesn't want to talk about. And that's fundamentally not right. He's putting politics ahead of people. And we should be putting the people right first right now because they're struggling. And I saw it last week over three days in 30 towns. People are struggling.
1: That is for sure. All right, Bob, it's nice to have you here. Thank you for dropping in. Okay, Todd, you have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. We're getting some breakup today on Bob's cell phone, which is unfortunate, but uh got worse there at the end. But I think we get the message, 860 Let's get some more rants in.
4: Hi, Todd. Well, you know, you still run into people that say they hated Trump. So much that they voted for Biden, and it still baffles me because they would still vote for Biden. You mean to tell me they like the fact that they like paying higher prices for oil, gas, and food, and that Hunter Biden hasn't gone to jail yet, but if Trump's son Eric uh, jaywalks, they'll throw him in prison. And how about Afghanistan, huh? Look at the dirty he did to Afghanistan. I, you know, I can't believe these people. Trump did what was best for the country, along with all most other Republicans. Democrats are nothing but godless people. Later.
1: Gladys, next time you call, have an opinion, all right? All right. I love how dug in she is. Way to go, Gladys.
4: I Now that Biden's in control. And Kamala Harris is totally clueless, man. No, wow. You saw the flag saucer again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't follow any of that. That's why I thought it would go well after Gladys, you know? A little contrast. Clarity and
4: not. Bill says we are on the brink of nuclear war. So what does he do? He goes to Delaware for yet another one of his endless vacation weekends. What about crime? What about inflation? Baby formula shortage. Brittany is still in prison in Russia. She has been forgotten by Joe already. And Joe is still flying illegals into New York. Remember in November, vote Republican, save our country.
1: Yeah. I second that motion, and I second that emotion.
5: I really don't know what to say. More wokeness has come into play. (laughs) They raised a big fuss about Chris Columbus. Now it's Indigenous People's Day.
1: Is that Kanye calling, Joey? I thought he started to type Kanye. Oh, that's what he wants to talk about. It's a Kanye call, but not from Kanye. All right, who is it? Okay, it's Kanye. Hey Kanye. No,
6: don't call me that, please.
1: Oh, it's Big Mike.
6: Oh, so why don't watch the news? What's, you know, these people get on Kanye West and Whoopi Goldberg and Robert De Niro and they talk about the state of affairs in our country we've known for months and years. We don't need these people to come out and voice I guess they can voice their opinion, but not they're not any smarter than you and I. Why, why do people pay so much attention to Kanye West?
1: Uh, maybe because he's uh, famous and he's sold tons of records and he's worth $2 billion.
5: Well, why doesn't he just
6: continue with his craft instead of getting involved in politics? I guess he's got a right to voice his own opinion, but just because he says that
5: doesn't make it true.
1: That is true. But it is good to have him on the side of truth, justice, and the American way. And it's also good that he exercises his free speech. Even though he provides those uh, opportunities for the left to victimize him, it's good to have people out there talking freely. The point of free speech is that we all benefit from the exchange of ideas, even if they're ones that we don't approve of or agree with. It's good for us to hear things we don't agree with. That's one of the key components of what makes free speech valuable and why our country has become the huge success that
0: it is. So uh, I like that thought for just wrapping things up. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.